Welcome to another edition of For the Health of It. I'm your host, Corey and K-Pad Padgett, and today I have with me Tiffany B. from the Fitness Collective Atlanta. Tiffany, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Doing quite well. Thank you for being on with us, Tiffany. So uh, let's, let's jump right into it, Tiffany. <laughs> Who is Tiffany B., and what is the Fitness Collective of Atlanta? And, and, and am I, excuse me, am I saying that correctly? Yes to all. <laughs> and um, that's a lot to answer, but I am, I, I am me, okay. first of all, Tiffany B. They also call me Free Spirit Tiffany. I teach yoga. I'm a master trainer for booty yoga. I am a fascial stretch therapist. I've studied the Feldenkrais method, voila, joint balancing, Reiki, energy healing, channeling, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I've been doing fitness for, hmm, like 15 years. Okay. I used to be a dancer. And the Fitness Collective was born from me basically teaching 22 classes a week and still not being able to pay my bills. <laughs> so I had to work in corporate and teach those classes, but I wanted to make a space or bring a space to where other brands could come together. Right. And then we grow together. So it's like booth rent. You pay, you pay for the space uh -huh. when you're using it. And then you just grow your people. You grow your tribe and you make your money so that this, your passion to help people can sustain you. Good deal. Good deal. So you, do, you, do you rent the space or are you renting a, or own the space? How is that going? So I rent the space. I am the, the overhead studio owner of the Fitness Collective, but I have a collection of instructors and body workers who all also have their own brands. So they're just under the umbrella and everybody pays, you know, how they're supposed to. And you can take weekly fitness classes. So we have like inclusive memberships where you can take a bunch of different classes, yoga, bar, dance, fitness, boot camp, martial arts, and, or you could do just the yoga membership with me or just a bar membership with our bar instructor who's fit and pretty fitness or you know whatever like it's segmented and or you can get it together okay cool cool, cool. <laughs> and so how long have you been uh practicing yoga oh since about 12 years okay about 12 years and i've been teaching since 2013. gotcha so that's 12 years, it's 2020, so about 2008? Yes, and that was the year my son was born. That's actually what, um, I was doing prenatal yoga. Okay. So that's what started it all. <laughs> okay, give, give us a little background about that. About prenatal yoga? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so I was pregnant, and like I said, I had been a dancer and into every other kind of fitness format, and I was bored pregnant because people were saying, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do something. So I found a prenatal yoga class, and it was all about breathing and getting in touch with the baby and your thoughts and your feelings. And it was really, really good and like, preparing yourself for, for birth. So I wanted to do a, a um, no chemical birth, like no medicine. I wanted to do it all natural. I wanted yeah. to do it in water. <laughs> so that was a really cool experience. Okay. So did, did you, did you have the baby at home or? I didn't, I had him at Piedmont and, um, I, but I stayed in the water as long as possible at my house. And then we went to Piedmont gotcha. and I delivered him there. Uh, my cousin, he just recently, he stays out in Vegas. Uh, he's had, he just had his second child, him and his wife and, uh, they delivered at home. 
I was thinking, I was like, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't deal with that type of pressure on me. And no, I mean, I chickened out. I had a doula. I had a midwife. I was ready. I was like, yep, we're going to do this at home. And then at the last minute, literally the week before he came, I was like, let's just schedule a birthing. <laughs> let's just, I just the backup plan. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. So, uh, you, you, you mentioned a couple different levels of yoga. Uh, you mentioned prenatal yoga, and uh, you mentioned that you're a master yogi, a yoga master, and something. Just break <laughs> down a couple of the different levels of yoga for me, real quick. <laughs> um, okay, so I have done a 200-hour yoga teacher training, and a 500—I mean, 300 hours, and so now I'm 500. But I've taken and taught vinyasa, booty yoga, which is B-U-T-I, and that's an Indian Marathi word which means the cure to something hidden or kept secret. Okay. So that, um, I also teach comedic yoga. So getting back to our roots, and I, that's something I've recently fallen very deep in love with. I did a comedic yoga class outside for Juneteenth, and it was really beautiful. I think I'm going to transition to just teaching comedic for a minute because, you know, it feels natural. Gotcha. Okay. But there's a lot of different kinds of yoga that I haven't done, like Kundalini and Yoga Nidra, and there's a lot. <laughs> so what, what, what got you into uh, comedic yoga? Um, so, so many, it's a, it's a lot of levels. I just kept hearing yoga began in India and Asia and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that doesn't, that doesn't really seem right. Right. And so I just went on a quest of looking into other religions and looking into other parts of the world. And I came across comedic yoga and it was talking about how yoga originated in Egypt. And I was like, that feels right. That makes perfect sense because basically that's where everything originated. Duh. And um, so I had to take the training. <laughs> and as he was, you know, giving history, I even learned how the story of Horus very closely mirrors the study of the story of Jesus and you know Cain and Abel is Seth and um, Osiris so it's like wow that's crazy and it feels true yeah. whereas the other things I was just kind of like mm, seems regurgitated it's what they want you to think okay makes sense to me <laughs> uh so let me tell you a little bit about myself so I don't sound crazy just asking you something. Uh, yes. My, my background, I started off studying athletic training when I first got into college, uh, but I transitioned from a junior college to a four-year college, and when I got to the four-year college, they canceled the athletic training program, so I was kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere, switched over to kinesiotherapy. Uh, long story short, I got introduced into uh, strength and conditioning did an internship back again in like 2016 at USM and they would bring in a yoga teacher uh, for the football players on Sundays after the games. So uh, one of the things of the program was that we had to do yoga. So, or we not do yoga, we had to program a, a fitness schedule or a workout program for the team. And I programmed that I wanted yoga on Sundays or whenever the game, the day after the game. And the one of the coaches, you know, he challenged me on it. I was like, well, do you think just soft yoga is going to be good enough for these guys? So can you, can you talk about the benefits of yoga and then the differences of yoga versus uh, basic stretching? 
Okay, sure. And you know, you don't have to, all yoga is not created equal, first of all, but all yoga does touch on every single system of the body from the respiratory system to the circulatory system, the nervous system, um, the skeletal muscular system, everything is affected when you do yoga, <clears throat> but there's power yogas. So you have like, uh, there's power yoga, hot yoga, hot yoga is when you're in a room that's almost a hundred, could be over a hundred degrees. I don't feel like that's safe, but when you're at a hundred degrees, you do these 26 postures three times and each time you level up in intensity. Um, then you have like a vinyasa power flow, which kind of resembles, does everybody remember P90X? Yeah. You when they had that yoga? Yeah. That, I mean, you know, a little, not really yoga, but basically like that, you can add in some push-ups and some plyometrics and some like knee jumps and reverse burpees and then get in a yoga pose and like hold it and breathe. And then there's the relaxing kind of yoga where you just stretch and focus on opening the hips, opening the breath and, and, and getting your respiratory system to work so that your digestive system starts to work properly. And all of those things help you to be more of a power machine when you're playing sports or, uh, you know, aging. My, my grandmother's 96 and she still does a form of yoga. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, what led you into fitness as a child to an adult? Um, dance. So I was ballet, tap, jazz, modern, creative, um, liturgical dance, like all that, dance in the church, everything. Then I did cheerleading. Um, oh, my God, I'm on a dance team for, for college. And then after college, it was kind of like, well, and now what? <laughs> so. <laughs> so besides getting a job I, I started teaching Zumba I got certified in Zumba did AFA, did personal training um, with ACE and AFA and then I did um, chair, pole mm -hmm. like literally pluxing, kickboxing every freaking thing you could think of I got certified and I would try to teach it and just do it to, to stay healthy I wanted to gotcha. keep moving and be active yeah because what I've always no. Okay. All right. Uh, so we talked about the different levels of yoga. Uh, and we talked about yoga versus stretching. Can you go into what is your why? You said how long you've been doing it, but I want to know a little more of why does Tiffany have the fitness collective besides, uh, I, I do want a little more of your background of working 20 classes a week. Cause that is a heavy load. <laughs> also, uh, what, what just made you, you? So what is your why? <sighs> so my family, unfortunately, kind of was riddled with diabetes on one side and then hypertension on the other side. And so all I've ever heard is you don't want to eat this. You don't want to do this. You don't want to get fat. You don't want to be like me. You don't want to get your toe cut off, like all that. Right. So it was like fear-based at first because I was like, I just don't want to be sick. And I have no choice because it's hereditary, right? That's what is drilled into our minds. And that's also fake news. So just because some, someone else in your family has something, that doesn't mean that you're destined to get it or be it. How you choose to show up for yourself is going to be what makes the difference. And that is, that is my why. Like, I want to show people 
based on my journey of finding holistic alternative health care or health ways to be healthy that is possible i'm i'm nowhere near diabetic i have no hypertension i take no medicine no western medicine you don't have to yeah and now that is definitely true though uh like you said uh you'll have it's like the story of the black man or black person <laughs> in america uh obesity diabetes uh yes. hypertension heart disease like you said you'll hear about all of that and it's like man dang that's am, am i gonna am i gonna make it to y'all age <laughs> it, it is crazy it is right. crazy but i'm glad you brought that up uh I want to want to jump back a little bit. You said you danced in college. Where did you go to school at? <laughs> I started off at Mercer University, um, where I was doing like pharmacy and things like that. So I, there wasn't really a huge dance presence there. And we, as a, as a freshman, when I came in in two thousand one, I kind of got with some older girls and we made it a thing. All they had was a basketball team. And it wasn't a very good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So what are your goals that you have for, uh, for yourself and for your company? Ooh, that's big. So I, I mentioned stretch therapy and energy healing that I do as well. So fascial stretch therapy, I want to grow that. And I want to reach people and especially the youth. So I've been working with a lot of youth athletes lately and they have like the bodies of 80 year old men. They can't bend, they can't like open their hips, like nothing. And it's so important if we could get them at that age to know what their stabilizing muscles are and to know that when they get up, they need to stretch and you can't just get on a track field and go and run without drinking some water, you know, like simple things. So one of my biggest goals is to continue to work with the youth who are very active so that they can avoid injury in the future. So by using stretch therapy and yoga and, you know, all the other alternative things that I have to offer. Okay. All right. Uh, Austin has a couple of questions for you. So Austin, come on in. Bring them. <laughs> hey, how are you, Tiffany? I'm doing uh, well. How are you? I'm doing fine. Uh, one of my uh, family members, actually my dad, he has a problem with uh, his back. So he's trying to figure out how to relieve pain in his L4, in his back, in his spinal cord. And he's wondering how can that relate to yoga and how to fix that. Okay. There's a few different ways. So can he touch his toes? Like if he were to fold forward and go down, could he touch his toes? Yes. Okay, good. All right. So even if you just were like, I'm gonna have to stand up and show you. Yeah. Real All quick. Right. Okay. So even if he were to literally like take his chin to his chest and just fold all the way in and down and let his hands hang like this, his arms just hang, pick up mm -hmm. the toes, keep every other part of the foot down, just pick up the toes, draw the chin to the chest, fold in. Soon as he feels it here in his back, he wants to stop and then just kind of go okay. right and left. But okay. the right and left is with the obliques, making sure that he's right. not like swinging the arms, right? It's controlled here and here so that you strengthen the muscles that's around the lumbar spine so that they mm -hmm. could be more supportive. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.
I'll give it back to Corian. <laughs> right. Hey, that, that, I, I like that though. I like that. Uh, you mentioned. I, I want to make sure I'm saying. Is it booty yoga? Asho? Oh, booty yoga. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, going a little bit into that. You said it's from India, right? So it's spelled B-U-T-I, and that means. In Indian Marathi, the cure to something hidden or kept secret. But the creator or the owner is actually this really short, skinny Jewish lady. And she's really cute. But she, (laughs) um, but it's one of those things where there's like Native American dance and some like African tribal dance. Like it's a whole, it was a whole shamanic experience that brought her into creating that. Um, And so that's what drew me to it. But also what made me be like, mm, that wasn't, you know, like that didn't come from there. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I, I can I see where you're going with that. Uh, <laughs> my next question for you, Tiffany, is, uh, uh, I, almost, I almost lost my thoughts. So I'm going to go to the DDP yoga. I'm a big wrestling fan. And DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, he, he's a really big into yoga. Do you know anything about DDP yoga? No, teach me something. I need to go look him up. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so uh, is he a football player? No, he's a he's a wrestler. Do, do you know who uh, wrestled in WCW back in the nineties? Self high five. I don't want to throw it up because you know his his hand gesture is the same as. <laughs> I don't want to throw it up. Uh oh, uh oh. No, I only know. Oh, I just know like The Rock and Hulk Hogan and. The, the Dallas, wait, not Dallas Austin. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin. That one. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, cool. So tell me about this DDP. Yeah, so DDP, he, he basically, you know, like I said, he wrestled in the uh, 90s, uh, wrestled a little bit in the 2000s. And if, if anybody that knows anything about wrestling knows that there's a lot of tragedy in wrestling. A lot of drug addiction, overdoses, and stuff like that. Murders, all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, so he was like, man, you know, I I see my friends suffering. And he's been picking up yoga. So he he invited a couple of his friends over to his house. And was like, hey, man, I'm going to take you through this therapy with me. And he started doing yoga with them. And a lot of them have been doing better. It's, it's been a lot of success stories with them. Yeah, he, uh, I mean, it's a real thing. I think that more people should try yoga. And and let me just say, mm-hmm. I've had somebody to come in here and say, oh, no, I don't do yoga because that's praying to idol gods. Right. That's not a thing. Like, whoever told black people that totally lied. Don't listen to that. It's not true. It's just focus on your body, focus on your breath, focus on the way it feels and your muscles, and then move on. You're not nobody's well I don't chant I don't do all that other (laughs) extra stuff you know it's really literally just getting your physical body to connect to your mind and then therefore you enter a meditative state so it's spiritual if anything it should draw you closer to whoever you believe in as right right it's crazy that you said that because I really didn't hear anything about it I didn't know anything about you know people think it's like devil worship or you know uh, ideology or whatever but my dad was telling me uh before my grandma passed he was like nah she she doesn't believe in yoga because you know it's this devil worship and i was like no it's not no (laughs) no i don't know much about yoga but i know it's not that okay (laughs) okay but uh 
you mentioned you mentioned uh fascial yoga right Can you, um no fascial that? stretch therapy yes fascial stretch therapy go mm-hmm. into that a little bit um so like you when i was in college i did also do kinesiology and then i thought that i wanted to be a physical therapist when i was bored at my pharmacy internship i was like no nah, that's not gonna work so i switched to physical therapy but kinesiology and physical therapy didn't quite hit what I wanted to seem like no matter how you were injured or where the pain came from, if it was in your shoulder, you got the same corrective exercises, the end done. I didn't like that. So fascial stretch therapy looks at the person as a whole. Like, what are you eating? Do you sleep? What's your stress level? Um, are you on medications? What's your range of motion in the socket before the injury? How did you get injured? Like so many things. And so it's, a, it's assisted table stretching so you lie down like you're gonna get a massage except you're fully clothed and then I I like get into I can't really explain it but it's as I just move the fascia so it's muscles the fascia is that connective tissue that covers every single part of the body right Mm -hmm. and then it also separates the organs and tissues and muscles and bones into their pockets too so when you're stuck anywhere it may not be that you broke a bone or fractured something or pulled a muscle. It could literally be that your fascia is stuck. So you just got to like move it. And then using your stabilizing muscles. So like I was saying to Austin with the obliques, driving a side to side movement, something simple like that gets your synovial fluid moving. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, We got a couple questions. I know we're short on time. I want to respect your time. Uh, how do men feel or are there many men that feel that they're losing their masculinity doing uh, yoga? I think at one point men did feel that way. Just like when um, they were telling basketball players to take ballet, but it's not, it's not to that extreme. So if anything, it helps them to actually honor the feminine energy that's in the room rather than be demasculated. If that makes sense. Because you can, you can still be strong and stretch. As a matter of fact, it will make you guys more healthy because you store a lot of trauma and, and stress in your shoulders and your hips, and you don't even realize it, especially black men. You know, like, it's hard out here for y'all. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, I'm really enjoying this conversation. I, I, I didn't know all this about you going into this. Yeah, so. <laughs> It's enlightening, and I feel like you're very educated, and, and you got a lot of knowledge to share. Uh, do you know anything about PNF stretching? Absolutely, I use PNF in fascial stretch. So when we get like, if we get somewhere, and I'm like trying to get somebody to get their knee up. I'll be like, hey, press it against me and, and meet my force, and then we can breathe in, breathe out, and then move it, move it through. I love PNF. It's like a quick way to get people to see a change in their range of motion. Exactly. I use it. Uh, I, I was using it when I was coaching. I Me, mean, I still coach, but when, especially when I first got to Jim Hill and then when I was coaching in Biloxi, the, the greatest example to show somebody, my teacher showed me this when he first introduced us to it, Mr. Purvis. He laid a guy on the table. He said, lift your right leg up until you feel the <laughs> tightness. He lifted it up to about about right here. And he's like, all right, so here's what I want you to do. Push against me. And like you said, you know, held it for a couple of seconds. He said, relax. It went up. Do yep. it. And it was just the craziest <laughs> thing. 
I just, man, that's so dope to me. <laughs> I love PNF. And when you do that, what that also does, it, it gets your muscles to activate real quick. Mm -hmm. So then when you're ready to actually move, you can release and stretch. It helps to deepen the stretch. Got you, got you, got you. Okay, so if I wanted to get into yoga, well, yes, if I wanted to get into yoga, how would I get in? If I wanted to be a yoga master, how would I do that? <laughs> um, well, first you would need to take a yoga class. Go take a class first, right. right? Make sure that you even want to do that. And then you want to find a 200-hour yoga teacher training. So those can be expensive. There's all kinds of like specialty weekend certifications that you can get. But if you're serious, you want to find a 200 hour, which is going to give you the history of yoga and then kind of like the what the what's and the why's of okay. yoga. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. And before we get you out of here, Tiffany, I want you to drop all your social medias that you uh, have. Ooh, that's a lot. Okay. I'm just going to stick with the fitness collective because you can find me everywhere else through that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so on Instagram, it's at fitness collective underscore ATL. Um, oh, shoot. Facebook, the fitness collective ATL. And what else do I have? Oh, the website, www.fitnesscollectiveatl.com. All right. That sounds good to me. Uh, <laughs> It was a good interview, Tiffany. And we got, I'm probably, I, I, I'm enjoying this. You, you, like I said, you sound very educated. I know you oh, are. Thank you. Uh, I got some ideas I want to bounce off of you just to chat, uh, talk shop with you. So okay. uh, I really appreciate you coming on with us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. This has been another episode of Before the Health of It. And I'm your host, Corian Padgett.